Breakfast Radio on BreakfastRadio.com. We're not number one. God is. We may not be the best, but our purpose is to lead you to the best. Jesus Christ. www.rapfestradio.com. Old school to new school. Classics to exclusives. Gospel, hip-hop, music, and videos. Live video interviews Monday nights at 8 p.m. Monday nights at 8 p.m. Watch. Watch. Learn. Learn. Love. Love. Support. Support. Rapfest Radio on RapFestRadio.com. 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 Stand up for the anthem, gird up your lawns, banners, hold on my advance, we about to go to war, no retreat, no surrender, all in our God, modeling Paul, martyrs for God, we about to show them all, check your heart and acts will follow, when our backs against the wall, we hit our knees and call up until the Father we swallow our pride. Knowing the colors and sides bigger than all us we have behind the cross. While boasting about our flaws, we are a band of brothers who band together with threes. Uh, no bandanas, but we bang together. The blood's forever. No set tripping X crips, hustlers, gamblers. We are all X something, X slaves. Examples of what I got the master can mold together. Jaws of clay we are, but inside's the treasure. The power of God, a holy message. Earthen vessels, spiritual weapons is what a kingdom man possesses. Threes up. One man down, two men down. Brothers living in isolation, there's no one around. Accountability's unaccountable, who's holding them down? Telling them real men don't run from duty, but cowards get town. Turn around, keep your vow. God has no pleasure in fools. I got 12 principles picked on purpose to populate pews full of dudes who be pastors of the palace full of passion. Far from passive, they'll be packed with work from passage or get back. And oh, yeah, that just happened, baby. Our imitates life. You know that iron's the sharpest iron. We'll look on both sides. I got brothers who get in my business. If it don't look godly, then they'll get to quizzing. Speak truth even at the risk of losing friendship. Though it hurts sometimes, there is no Resentment, that's your suicide. Brothers, I pray you know it's do or die. Choose a side, so if you're down the ride, I need to see them threes high in the sky. God bless you and good night. Yo, welcome to Rap Fest Radio, rapfestradio.com. We're here once again on a Monday night bringing you some interviews live as we do on our new Road to Rap Fest collection. The next couple of shows we'll be talking to people that are involved in Rap Fest. Last week we had the two DJs, DJ Sir 45 and DJ Ed Ski that will be participating in Rap Fest this year. Uh, today we have Pastor Jose Cruz and Omar Lilly from New Birth Church. They're like the sponsor church for Rap Fest. We're going to be in their neighborhood. We're coming there to make noise. Yeah. Uh, we're excited, and next week we're going to have Angie Rose, Infinite Automatic, awesome. and Day. All three of them will be here sharing nice. for their ministry, and you know, we're coming up for Rap Fest. We're excited. You just finished um, you just finished seeing a 412 Brothers video, 412 Brothers, uh, their video acapella piece that they uh, we just posted. They're going to be rapping at Rap Fest this year. We're excited because we got the flyers. Yes, sir. Ooh, the flyers are looking dope. 
Uh, I'm really people, feeling people these. are really liking them. Uh, Rap Fest 2014, August 9th from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. We will be at the park, Vidalia Park, East 180th Street and Daly Avenue. Uh, if you go to the website, rapfestinc.com, you'll get a list of all the ministries that are going to be participating and the DJs as well. Uh, we're also excited for the special guest storytellers that will be in the house with a live band. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, we're excited. We're nervous, but we're excited. It's going to be fun. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Nyack College, Grateful Apparel, Spirit Hip Hop, Jam the Hype, Adorando Con Flow, Holy Culture, New Birth, Sanctuary Fellowship, God Belongs to My City, C1 Radio, and Rap Fest Radio. And also, I'm going to do something. I need a, somebody pass me that flyer that's there. But there's some events going on. Let me get all the announcements out of the way while I'm at it. Why not? Uh, for this city, uh, there's big concerts going on this weekend. July 11th in New Jersey, July 12th in New York, and July 13th in Pennsylvania. For this city featuring Andy Minio, The Truth, He Sun Lee, Alex Faith, Dre Murray, D. Will, and Isaiah Tate. It's sponsored by a bunch of people like Grateful Apparel, Rap Fest, um, God Belongs in My City, a bunch of people. Just definitely want to check it out. That's for this city tour. Go to InMyCityRecords.com. You'll get all the details for this concert. It's definitely something that you want to check out. Also, go to my Facebook or Twitter page. You'll see this flyer posted. Uh, again, uh, Andy Minio will only be in the New York uh, concert. In case anybody, yeah, only New York, right? I think yep. it's New York and New Jersey. Right? Only New York and New Jersey. He won't be in the, in the Pennsylvania one. So if you're in Pennsylvania, you want to come out the 11th or the 12th to New York or New Jersey. Um, I think that's it for the announcements. Uh, Vacation Bible School started today in my church. Nice. But we're here. But the church, they're expecting like 175 kids this year. So, and that's only the first day. It's usually grow. It usually grows to like 200 plus. So, shout out to all those people that's that are taking amazing. their kids to Vacation Bible School. If you have children that are young and you want to instruct them in the Word of God, and get that let word. Them have in. fun. Yes, yep. Sir. Look for a church that's doing VBS. You can still register for Vacation Bible School at Sanctuary Fellowship. Just show up there, 1469 St. Peter's Avenue, with your kids in tow. Uh, this uh, 6:15 to 9:15 p.m. Monday through Friday. Tonight's the first night. You only have an hour and 10 minutes left for tonight. So. You're done for today. Yeah. Yo, we are excited. Got all the announcements done, right? We good? We good? All the announcements are done? You did that one in one take, man. <laughs> one, one. It's impressive, man. No, it's called good editing. <laughs> yeah, man, we're excited, man. We've, we've, we've had a lot of great events and shows coming up, leading up to Rap Fest. Uh, last week, like I said, we were speaking to DJ Sir 45 and DJ Edsky. They happened to both go to Elements Church. Uh, one of them, Roly, had rapped at Rap Fest a while back. So he's excited to be coming back now as a DJ to participate. But I know one thing that I like what New Birth is doing, and I think we did this last year as well, is the prayer in the park. You know, so I want to I wanna naturally introduce yourselves because not everybody knows you. I know you're a superstar. So nah, <laughs> You know, just in case people forget who you are, you know. How can you forget, man? I'm saying I dropped oh, like 15 albums. Right. And, you know, um, they have like 7,500 videos. I mean, you know, nah, let me stop playing, man. Um, uh, it's Brother Omar Lilly or Pastor Omar Lilly, so whatever you want to call me. Actually, you know what? Deacon, Reverend, Apostle, <laughs> Bishop, Doctor. <laughs> worship leader. Worship sure. leader. Bathroom cleaner. It's Brother O, New Birth, New York Church, and I'm um, just excited to be here, man. It's excited to be back on Rap Fest Radio, man. Amen. 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 God bless you. Pastor Jose Cruz, Senior Pastor of New Birth, New York Church. 
Uh, blessed to be here, man. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we're, we're excited, man. These two brothers right here are good friends of ours, and it's great to be able to do ministry alongside you guys. We've, we've seen your ministry in the streets. I've participated in some events that you guys do as well, and, and it's exciting to see that there's still churches that are eager to hit the streets, you know, because it's kind of like a dying breed, of, you know, people that really want to hit the streets and mm -hmm. do stuff. Yeah. So we're excited and partnering with you guys for Rap Fest is such a match made in heaven type of thing, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. So uh, I want to talk about this uh, prayer in the park that you guys have going on every Tuesday night from now till the Tuesday before Rap Fest. Yes, sir. Um, it's just uh, the prayer in the park is, like you said, every Tuesday night. Um, we'll be back out there tomorrow night. And um, it's what an hour we're out About there an hour. for. Yeah, six thirty to seven thirty. Yeah, just praying for the community, praying in the community. Um, not only just prayer, but also giving the folks in the community an opportunity to open up and and talk and just you know hear them out for a while and you know trying to be there for the community as best way we can. Man. So you guys set up a stage and sound nah, system nah. and all that. Nah, not like that. Real simple stuff. You know, just go out a few of us and, and, pray. and, and pray, man. That's, <laughs> That's it. it. That's There's it. nothing, nothing, no elaborate stuff going on. That's no, right, no balloons, no, no flares, nothing like that. Just well, pray. I, I asked that on purpose mm -hmm. because many times churches hold back from doing street ministry mm -hmm. or evangelism of such because they don't have the proper equipment or they don't have enough people. You, you want me to tell you what's the best equipment for that? Your voice. That's it. Yeah. If you have a voice, if you have hands, feet to get you there, that, that's all you need. I, and, and what you're saying is extremely important because a lot of times we think that we, we, you know, I was once there myself. If we don't have a stage or if we don't have a band or we don't have stuff to give away. And I think, you know, just people have the wrong concept of what outreach is yeah. and and if you were to just go into the community you'll be surprised how many people are actually be willing to allow you to pray for them yeah. you know and are desperate to, to be heard, you know, for a prayer request or a prayer, or a prayer petition. So. Yeah, I think, of, remember last year when we were doing the prayer walk, yeah. we finished, We gathered in the park where whoever was there were ready to go. We hadn't even finished walking out of the park yet, and the lady at the bus stop, you pray for my leg, yeah. like, right, right away. Yeah. It was like, you know, people need, people yeah, People absolutely. are desperate, yeah. you know, and we're the ones that hold back from yeah. telling them. Yeah. So what, what kind of things are you seeing in the park? I mean, I know you've only done one Tuesday there, but that's your neighborhood. Yeah. So so tell us a little you bit. Wanna... I mean, yeah, yeah, I can. Um, I, I think uh, with the park, the park thing was a new was a new thing for us. It was something we just did last year. Um, we we kind of just we're thinking about something different to do. We knew we wanted to get out there and do something that would be impacting and different. Um, and we we just came up. We said, you know what? Why don't we just do our prayer meetings at the park? And I was like, man, that's a great idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's just go to the park and pray, and that's it. And that's pretty much what we do. We just um, the the group shows up. Um, we, we set up a prayer circle. Um, we what we do before we start and, and if you go tomorrow you'll see that is we'll kind of go around the park and just take prayer requests from the people who are there and we'll just let them know listen we're gonna be praying is there anything we can pray for you know over your life or your family and uh, and that just gets them invested in what we're doing so now they're not just watching these crazy people pray now they're like you know no there's a prayer request there that i need them to pray for and all of a sudden now you know from just being at the park playing with the kids now 
you're connected to what's happening with what Absolutely. we're doing, you know. Um, and we also open it up to pray for them and, you know, and, and for counsel. You know, if somebody just needs to sit down and speak to somebody, and our, our pastors are there, our church leaders are there, and so if somebody needs to speak, and somebody, we have a, you know, uh, you can call, you can call us in, you can call in as well, and schedule an appointment with us if you want to just wow. meet us outside, and um, and it's a, it's all happening at the park. You know, there's no there's no agenda to it, really. Yeah. Yeah. We just want to go out there and pray, and... Um, as we go as we go through it, we get more creative with it, and we start off with worship, and as more people integrate, then we can do more. Um, and, and pretty much, we just go in the circle, and everybody just prays what's on their heart um, and, and what they're feeling and uh, uh, for that community. Um, and that's pretty much it, you know? And the yeah, response, yeah. you know, and I'm sorry, no, I didn't ahead, cut you ahead. off, is uh, the harvest is plentiful and the laborers are few, you know? and the harvest is so plentiful. You could throw mm -hmm. the net anywhere mm -hmm. and catch something. Yes, sir. You know, and unfortunately, there's just not enough nets. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not enough people throwing nets. We need more churches, more ministers. Uh, and there's ministries doing it out there right now. There's ministries. Um, um, uh, Eddie Wesso. Shout out with to the Hope Lives. Yeah. yeah, Hope Lives. Which, yeah, which, which this weekend. This next weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, if he's watching, uh, I told him to watch and um, definitely support that ministry. Um, but, it, you know, we just need more. You know what I mean? It can't just be the Bronx. It has to be Brooklyn. It has to be Manhattan. It has to be Queens. That You know, it can't just be church ministry. It has to, right. We have to just create a thirst and a hunger for the souls. Amen. And they're just desperate for it, man. It's just, it's so crazy how easy people respond to it. You know, and I think that's one thing that I want to talk about, how easy people respond. Because we always go into the streets thinking, wow, okay, we know it's a tough neighborhood. Mm -hmm. and, but we come in thinking, I don't know what to tell them. I got nothing to tell them. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to, here, here's a flyer, bounce, you know, yeah. and, you know, or God bless you real fast, you know. But... People are eager to hear something that's life-changing for them, you know, especially, in you know, in different neighborhoods, like the neighborhood around the, you know, the park where Rap Fest is going to be at August 9th. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shameless plug. Yeah, yeah. But down in Park East you, Virginia, that. <laughs> uh, you know, that neighborhood is very, um, a lot of people have the same routine day after day after day after day. Some are, some are good, some are bad, mm -hmm. but majority of them are bad. Let's, let's, let's just be real, you yeah. know. And they're just waiting for something different in their day, yeah. you know. I mean, just think about it. Somebody that's just down and out, going to the park, maybe to play some handball, maybe to yeah. drink a beer, smoke some weed, or do whatever, mm -hmm. and a brother come up to, yo, you need prayer? Yeah. yeah. What? That's the, most random, that's the most random question. <laughs> Absolutely. When have you been in the ghetto and somebody just saying, hey, you yeah. want to pray? Yeah. Man, can we pray? And, 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 and that's, the, that's the reaction you get. You're like, oh, really? Like, <laughs> did you really just ask me that? <laughs> what I've noticed is that also they, you know, they accept it. Yeah. And yeah. They, they do open up to it because they, once you're in the community for as long as, as we have been dealing yeah, with the community, um, they know what you're about and they know there's no hidden agenda behind it. Right. You're not trying to get something from them, you know, but they see it as, man, these folks coming out here and just showing me love, sincere, you yeah. know, sincere, sincere love and just, yeah. just, just, they understand my grind. They understand my hustle. They're not here to judge me. Amen. They're just here to love upon me and just pray for me. And, yeah. and it's something that goes a long way, man. Right. And I, I think this year, I mean, even for us, as we prepare for rap fest, you know, 
there's so much senseless violence going on. Yeah. And not just in the Bronx. We're talking yeah. New York in general. Yeah. You know, senseless violence, senseless crime. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen so many old ladies just randomly beaten up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and kids being, you know, molested or, mm. you know, basically yeah. kidnapped little kids, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like the stupidest things that are going on, man. And, and they're... It just hurts to think there's so many churches in every single one of these neighborhoods that something like this is mm-hmm. going on. There's a church. Yeah. Not to say that the church is going to cure it all, but yeah. come on, we got to do yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Something needs to give. Yeah. And, and it, it's 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 another issue that you do notice and we do have within the body of Christ. Um, sometimes you walk down a block and you see, you know, just on these stream on alone, there's a a place, a little patch where. They're like eight churches in a one block radius, Mm -hmm. you know? But my question is, you know, you have so many churches in a one block radius, but then this, the crime rate in that area is still very high or the poverty rate or the, poverty rate, or yeah. the broken homes and, and the single, you know, the single parents. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what can we do as a church? I think what we need to do is just stop being so selfish. Yeah. And, 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 and instead of having our own little cliques or own little ministries come together and say, hey, you know, collectively, what can we do? You know, this isn't about your building or my building or your ministry and so on and so forth. How can we come together, you know, and just provide the need, provide the help that the community, you know, needs. Right, which is what the vision of Ratfest has always been, you know. Amen. Uh, Well, we started out basically just, let's hit the community, you know, and then when the Lord impressed upon our hearts, let's take this, you know, basically move it around Mm -hmm. and partner with other churches that perhaps aren't able to pull off a big event. Yeah. But they have the desire to go out. So, you know what? You got the the desire to go out. I got a stage and 23 artists Mm -hmm. ready to do a full day venue. I hope you guys are ready to do some street ministry because we're going to pull on a lot of people. You know, and then together we start to work and and start to, you know, cultivate relationships with those people in in the neighborhood. And they're like, Yo, that's crazy. Like, you guys really did this, mm-hmm. yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's not, we didn't do anything because we leave. We go back to our neighborhoods, you know? But yeah. you guys are, are there with with the remnant of anybody that, that came to, to Christ during those events. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you meet some very interesting people. Last year at Rap Fest, we met a lot of interesting people, you know, at the altar call especially. You know, some people that came down towards the end of the event. After it was all done. We're done. We're ready to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're ready to go. And, and, and Alice is like calling me over. Hey, this lady was upstairs watching the whole thing. She came down at the very end because oh. the you know, altar call was even you in the windows. If you want, yeah. God, you just tell us, reach out, whatever. She yeah. came down, you know, and that's awesome because there's such a need. Yeah, you know, people are hungry. Yeah, but yeah, we're not feeding yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and I think I think it's definitely time to to feed the masses, man, because yeah. there's, there's there's just so much so much need, so much need. I mean, we're we're excited. Amen. We have we have a big lineup. And again, that's just all bait, <laughs> you, yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. you know, Absolutely. it's just all bait and, and hoping that people really vibe with the music and stay long enough to hear something that will affect and transform their exactly. lives. You know, like I tell the artists, you only have 15 minutes on stage, make it count. Absolutely. You Amen. know, because they might not stay till the end, you know, yeah. I mean, we don't wait till the end for an altar call anyway, but they yeah. might not stay till the end of your own 15 minute set. Mm. If you lose them in the first five minutes, you lost them for the whole day. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, in that neighborhood, once you cross the street, you get on a bus, you ain't coming back. Yeah, nah, that's that's yeah that, that's not like you just don't walk around you know um so we're really really excited we're really really excited so what else have you guys um been doing in, in the community because i know you use the community center yeah uh i've been to the men's fellowship and mm-hmm. stuff like that there so are you guys doing new 
have you have you found yourself doing more in the community now that you've been hitting the streets even more? You know what I mean? Uh, I don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I think. I think as you as you go along, you get smarter. Okay. Um, and you start using your resources a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I, I think in, in the beginning, you know, you're, you're gung ho and you're like, let's, you know, let's, let's just just go crazy and get this done. And then you start learning. Okay, you know, maybe. You know, let's let's disciple, let's prepare, let's mm. you know, let's take more time for those things. And we're we're kind of in transition right now, and we're trying to find a location, and we're trying to do that stuff like we were talking about earlier, um, because the centers just at this point are just not good enough anymore. Um, good enough meaning size wise. Size wise, yeah. yeah. In terms of size, in terms of being able to train, disciple, and develop the people that we have now. Uh, it, into ministry, you know. Um, the great thing is, you know, even everybody does outreach at New Birth, whether <laughs> whether you're the senior pastor, <laughs> or whether you got converted last week, yeah. you're doing outreach. We you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that you're exposed to that mm. immediately. You know what I mean? Um, so it doesn't matter who you are, you, you're gonna you get your feet wet very quickly, mm -hmm. and I think that that just helps spark the discipleship aspect in them, because when people touch a need, man, it's just they just changed. Why you do you, why do you lean so heavy on outreach? Uh, I just honestly, I just think I, I think it's 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 the lifeblood of the church. I, I think it's it's where God is, you know. Um, uh, I, I did ministry for so long, traditional ministry, you know, and mm -hmm. I was just talking to um, Pastor Bonanno oh, okay. um, last week, and we just ran into each other in the street, and he said, like, one of the craziest things to me, and as we were talking, we were supposed to meet up this week again, and he said, you know, he said, we come from a generation, uh, a church generation that preached, and our preaching led our ministry. That's what we were about. Preach mm -hmm. always. Preach all the time. Right, right. You know, preach the gospel. And that's the generation we came from. And he said, you know, now I'm finding myself in a position with my church where we have to serve. Mm -hmm. And where we have to get back into the community service aspect. Yes. Because we were preaching a lot, but we weren't preaching always in love. And love wasn't always the topic of our preaching. We wanted to just preach because we thought that that was going to do it. He goes, and, but now when it comes back to servanthood, love leads the way, you know, and you got to go back now and you got to look at the need and you got to love that. And now he's kind of in this process of restructuring his ministry and they're starting a pre-K now for the community. And nice. so now he's come to that and that was phenomenal for me to have this man of God you know <laughs> you know this is the man you know <laughs> you know um, just stand there in the street and share that with me and he, he you know he said you know I know what you're doing you know uh, yeah, I know what you're doing I know I know what God is doing with you keep going you know and I, I just think um, I just think that you know we don't I don't evangelize to grow my church Exactly. That, that's that's number one. I think yeah. that's the key. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. the key we to evangelism. We don't we don't evangelize for new birth. That's right. You know, and I, I was sharing earlier.
earlier how another church in the community has benefited greatly from the work that we do. Right. And I think that's the mistake. I think churches do outreach and no, you know, we got our tratados with our stamp on it, our yeah. tracks, yeah. and make sure that they're coming to our church. And if our church doesn't grow, yeah. then it's not worth yeah. it. And, and, Next and, year, no more. Yeah, <laughs> and that, 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 that hasn't been the case for us. For us, we evangelize because it's what we're called to do. Amen. That's Whether right. we get the harvest or not, I mean, mm-hmm. we we literally have over 400 registered conversions since New Birth started. But New Birth doesn't have 400 people. Mm-hmm. But we have stacks of slips of people who've mm-hmm. given their lives to Christ. In four years, that's a lot of people yeah. that came to Christ. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's, for me, that's a victory. For me, that's, hey, praise the Lord, you know? Amen, amen. And that's, that's um, sure. so, so for me, it isn't always about uh, the church, per se, as it is yeah. just loving uh preaching doesn't always lead the outreach for me preaching comes second to loving so we love first we love on you we pray for you we give you whatever we have um and if that leads then to us being able to share our faith with you or through that prayer you're able to come into the church and visit us after that because you inquired about it then amen Amen. Then, right. then, then you're going to receive that word. Um, but um, I think w- w- with the outreach, it's just it's just who we who we've been, and I think it comes from how I was raised. You know, I come from I come from a family where, uh, uh, and I, I shared this not too long ago at another church. Is my earliest memory of ministry was my older brother and my father leaving my house. You know, in the early eight, early mid eighties, you know, on a Friday at midnight, to go do uh, uh, outreach at Hunts Point. Hmm. At Hunts Point. You know, and you didn't go into Hunts Point. <laughs> you didn't, <laughs> you didn't go, go into daytime. Yeah, yeah, you didn't yeah, go into exactly. daytime. <laughs> you let alone did you go in, at midnight? But they had him, uh, my my dad, my brother. They they had a heart for missions and for evangelism, and with like two or three other men from the church. And they would get together in my house on Friday nights and pray for about an hour and then head out at 12 midnight to Hunts Point to minister to prostitutes and pimps. I can't tell you how many homeless people were brought back to my house and, and taking a shower and, and ate at our table. And so that was what was impressed in my heart very early on. Um, and so when I came into ministry, it was what I was looking for. It was where's that experience? How do I get back to to that and and find that experience right. in God? Because for me, it was the most powerful thing I'd ever seen in my life. You know, so absolutely. I mean, that's that's an awesome testimony right there in itself. You know, yeah. we could we, are, we could end the show right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how many homeless people have eaten at your table? Yeah, you know, and and it's true. Many times we can be part of an organization where we're so comfortable with the people around us, we mm-hmm. forget to invite others. Yeah. You know, we forget to reach out to others. We figure we're good, everybody else is good, you know, yeah. I'm okay, you're okay type of stuff. And that happens a lot within the churches, you know, and I, my prayer is always that all churches just open their eyes to evangelism, yeah. you know, Amen. to reaching Absolutely. out, to, to doing different things and being creative and, and witnessing to people. Um, you know, the church we're at now, Sanctuary, we have a very unique setup where a lot of my outreach is in reach, you know, because we do get a lot of visitors, people that don't know, they they just invited or they're passing by and they walk in and, you know, we're ministering to them like we're just, we're out in the street now, yeah. Yeah. you know, like, 
one of those we're just gonna love on you eventually you're gonna ask me about God yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. we just yeah. want to let you know that this is what we're about and it's been an, an awesome you know like the last four or five years we're there it's been incredible just to, to see that dynamic because I never saw that before mm-hmm. before it was always you know had to go into the street to do it yeah you know when you see new souls just coming in hungry like we were saying before they're yeah. hungry for the word yeah you know with, when the, with the visitors in the church don't ignore visitors in your church people no. You, no. You, no matter how big your church ever gets do not ignore the visitors they're always there for a reason Amen. they're not just there to please their parents you know or to or for the baby dedication you know shout out to that usher something. ministry yeah. man that no, that's a tough, people, yeah that's man. a tough that's ministry smile, yeah. but you know what i noticed with the usher ministries are not the represent the full representation of the church you the people that's from right. the church have to do that too. Yeah, that's right, absolutely. You know, they just happen to be the ones standing in the back when yeah. the visitors come. Amen. Yeah, you know, they, oh, they're all the first they see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, plus the you know the two guys that just never want to sit down because they flex the muscles. In the back. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But yeah. but you know you always want to you want to make sure that you make a contact with everybody that walks yes. through the doors of yeah. the church because you might not get to go to the streets and, and you know mm-hmm. run after them later. It might be too late. Yeah. So you want to preach to them there. We're gonna run into another video here that uh, I don't know who we're playing next. We got like two more videos from artists that are gonna be at Rap Fest? Sellis. Oh, Sellis. Yes, Sellis. He, he ran the Rap Fest before um, under the name of Man Praising Hard. Uh, this year <laughs> he is back. Yeah, yeah, man. He is no joke. Some no good joke. good ministry there. Uh, check this out and definitely keep marking your calendar. August 9th is Rap Fest. August 8th, the night before Rap Fest at Sanctuary Fellowship. This is Sellis here on Rap Fest Radio. We'll be right back.
We are live. Are we live? <laughs> Y'all didn't hear what I just said, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. You know, we, we were having, we're, we're chopping it up off camera too, man, because there's just so much in our hearts regarding ministry and, and the yeah. outreach. And, you know, something you were saying before um, that I wanted to talk about, you can't do outreach thinking you're going to gain numbers for your church. And... While Rap Fest, okay, we're going on 21 years, and it's been very, you know, as far as people attending the event, it's been very successful, even from day one. I say even with the first 50 people we had that showed up to the first event, that's a lot, because we didn't know what to expect. We expected zero. Mm. We got 50, I'm like, woo, you know. But what we noticed, and I'm not, you know, God blessed us all a bunch while we were over at Salem doing it right there on Bryant Avenue for yeah. many years. We never really warned people for Salem. Even doing it there, mm. yeah. you know, uh, one our church was not that that dynamic that we were presenting was not what the church was. So it would be a disservice to yeah. do hip hop, hip hop coming to you know, yeah, 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 yeah. We'd be like, whoa, what's yeah. going on? Where's the guy? Where's the hip hop? Yeah. <laughs> so that wasn't you know. So and even then, it wasn't a pur our purpose was to let the community know that we are here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and mm -hmm. and that's something that I think we have to. And that's why I think outreach is so heavy in my mm -hmm. heart at all times. And mm -hmm. let's just do this. Uh, and being able to take rap fest to different communities and partner with different churches also keeps us in check to know we're not doing this for our church because you know, in reality, who's going to go from 180th Street all the way to Sanctuary yeah. Fellowship? You yeah. know, there might be a couple that that might go, but mm -hmm. I got to take a bus or I got to drive. Yeah. I might not have a car. I might be young or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we're 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 open and we do send people everywhere because anybody could show up. Mm -hmm. But definitely, when you do outreach, you got to think kingdom. Absolutely. Like, how can I how can I win souls for the literally? I'm mm -hmm. going to go out and win souls for the Lord. That's what most people say, right? Mm -hmm. And followed by. So our church could have a lot yeah. of new people. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't. You got to erase that part. Just yeah. stop at the first part. Win the souls kingdom. for the kingdom. It, you know, and it's hard because, you know, what what resources aside from our legs and mouths do we really have to offer these communities? Like, what do you guys find yourselves digging into any resources that maybe other churches in the Bronx should know about that we can use to do outreach? You know, I know we're going out to the streets. We're going yeah. to the park. We're praying, but. Is there some kind of support groups for churches that are trying to do outreach? Or is there some kind of trainings or <laughs> or, or Bibles or or just bruises and cuts from yeah. doing it yourself? <laughs> you know, I, I, think, I love to laugh. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, um, I, I know that um, in, in times past when my wife and I were, were heavily involved in outreach, um, we still are, but I'm talking about when we were spearheading mm -hmm. um, outreach before. Um, there were we were partnered up with uh, other organizations, as far as um, battered women's organizations and shelters and uh, um, homeless youth organization and things like that. Um, HIV testing. Uh, we will give out Bibles and um, have uh, the community board come out and whatever resources they had that would be able to help people that were in need as far as housing goes and shelter goes. Um, I think that it's important for you to have all of that to present to the community because uh, the Word of God is effective and it's powerful in itself. Right. But there's still an immediate need that folks have. You right. know, you may have a, a whole family that comes out to your outreach but um, at the end of the outreach, they may approach you, you know, 
um, privately and say, hey, my family and I, we don't have anything to eat tonight or any place to stay. You know, how do you just say, oh, you know, God will provide, go on, that's, that's, that doesn't work, right. you know? So you need to have something in, in place where you will be able to give them and provide for them to take with them or even point them in the right direction so that they can receive the immediate help that they need. So at New Birth, have you guys partnered with different, okay, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> you funny. Have you guys partnered with, uh, and I'm saying this because maybe you haven't and there's somebody watching now that has that kind of organization yeah. that's looking for a place to partner with. Yeah. It might be a perfect match. Amen. Uh, the only reason I'm laughing is because um, he laughs over everything. Yeah, I, know he does. <laughs> I, I think when, when when it comes to to the outreach that we've done, um, our, our outreach is really we, we try to be as intimate as par, as possible. You know, um, uh, and I, I think when churches, I, I don't think a church can do an event and expect to win over their community. Mm, I right. think you have to lay down a groundwork Absolutely. of. You got you, you got to develop a culture of servanthood within the community right, where the church where the community sees you as people first, you know, as as being available, as being there, you know. Uh, you could do events every year, but if you're not if you're not visible to the community outside of an event, then the yes. community's just not going to respond to you, you know. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I mean, and I think that's the greatest resource. It's just availability, you know. Are you yeah. seen? Are you, can you be touched? You know, um, I, I do things like just going and sitting down and watching a basketball game. You know what I mean? And the kids know who I am, and, so, and that just makes you available to to them to see that. Can I say know? something? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, sometimes it's <laughs> just pressing on my heart, and it's something that I, I have an issue with. And it's not, I'm not venting or, you know, but I, it's just a message for, just <laughs> a, no, no, it's just a message for pastors in general. Um, you know, you can have a ministry at the church that's been in a community for, you know, 20, 30, 50 years and the people not know who you are, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's a big problem when you are a pastor, when you have a church in any neighborhood you're not only the pastor of that particular congregation you you are called to be a pastor of that community mm. you know what i'm saying and, and and a lot of pastors don't see it that way and it's something where they needed we we just need to ask the holy spirit to take those blinders off man so that we can understand what being a pastor is all about it's not about people serving you it's about you being a vessel to serve you know, not just those in my congregation, but those around the, the neighborhood as a right, whole. Well. No, good work. Yeah, you know, so. and that's just something I want to get off my, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> me, you know, but. Yeah, and I, I think, I think with, I mean, we work with World Vision and I mean, uh, you know, the, you know, the usual suspects, you know. Right, right, yeah, well, but <laughs> they're know, there, which is good. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and they're always there. We can call on them for help. But I, I always try to get as many resources out of the community itself. So, you know, partnering with the local grocery store, getting yeah. them involved in what we're doing, uh, the local businesses, the local restaurants, getting them to donate mm -hmm. food, you know, because now we're all invested in this. Right. And so we're all in the same community, you know what I mean? So, um, in terms of those, I, I try to get as many resources as I can out of the community itself, but that comes through relationships. Mm -hmm. That comes through me sitting down, speaking with the owner of the local bodega and the manager of the restaurant, right. letting them, being seen by them on a constant basis, doing work in the community, which then gives them the confidence then just sow back into the ministry and help us out, you know? Right. And a lot of the events we do, we, we don't spend any money because... Yeah. 
they support uh, the ministry. They support the outreach. And I could, you know, just just the other day we were going to go do baptisms. And I walked into the store. I was like, I need ice. He gave me, what, how many? Ice. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Ice, juice, everything. Yeah, that, that wasn't even a community outreach. Yeah. It was just, Rat Fest. He, yeah. he hooked us up with yeah, a bunch yeah. of ice and, bags and stuff. That was awesome. You know, and it, it's to the point where all we have to do is come in and say, we're yeah. doing this and it's here. But again, Here's all this it's relationships. Yeah, but it's relationships. Exactly. Yeah. goes back to just relationships mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That, um, I haven't done much in terms of uh, providing services in terms of we haven't done a health fair stuff like that like that stuff is stuff that I would focus on on those things specifically right besides the outreach that we mm-hmm. would do right. separately Separate. you know um, but we haven't really been able to do a lot of stuff like that and just because of time and uh, and, uh, and and the discomfort of, of having the two centers not being, we don't have a storehouse to store things. We don't. Right, so because yeah. of that, it makes it very difficult for mm-hmm. us. You know, we don't have a facility to do uh, soup kitchens or anything like that either. So all of that just holds us back from being able to do more, you know. Right. So we kind of work with what we got. And, you know, but the truth is. You can provide all those services and never connect with any of those people. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Because they'll go into the cancer uh, screening truck and mm-hmm. you'll never see them. They'll walk right, out of right, the home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Get the free so, cheese and go Yeah, home. yeah. So the, the best way to do it is to try to connect with people one-on-one. Absolutely. You know, right. try to engage them in the conversation. You know, stop somebody on the sidewalk. Hey, yeah. God bless, man. I've seen you here a couple of times. Right. You know, uh, can I pray for you and your family? You know, mm-hmm. right now. You know, and you'd be surprised how many people are going to be like, yeah, in public, they'll take the prayer. They don't care. Yeah. Sure. You know, and uh, so that that's really that's you know, and we've partnered, of course, with Rap Fest now and doing the Rap Fest event, and that that pretty much has been uh, we we've kind of just sewn everything into that to allow that event to take place. Um, but uh, with that being said, uh, you know, it's it's not hard, man. It's not. I mean, especially it's not hard for you but, guys. It, but if there's anybody out you want to give me Bibles you want, you know, whatever you we're here you know I was going to say, up, gonna say it's not hard for you guys you got a church of 500 people yeah. both full time staff yeah, yeah I wish yeah, yeah but you know if, if, <laughs> like, yeah uh, if was, I wish Dr. Bishop Deacon Dr. Prophet <laughs> yeah. no but I, I, I say that you know in, in jest but to show the church, New Birth Church is a very small church, mm-hmm. yeah. but they have a very big heart. Amen. You know, and, and and I say that to encourage any church that's out there that you might have a hundred, two hundred people and still think, but we're not big enough to take on this community. Yeah, it only takes two or three. Yes, yeah, two or three dedicated people that are willing to meet, and consistency is the key. Amen. Because what good is it if you come out, you know, two two Fridays and you do all this crazy stuff, yeah. and then okay, I'm off for the rest of the summer. See you guys in September. Yeah. Now you come out again, you got to reintroduce yourself. Amen. Yeah. yeah, you know which is so hard you know that's why we encourage churches to really get to know your community and 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 get to get to know what the needs of the community are amen and i mean and if there's any pastors church planters that are looking to do ministry and you want to sit down you want to speak please feel free to contact me i love to sit down with people who want to church plant and scare them (laughs) 
you survived that? that, that, they survived that yeah, that? I mean, yeah, I'll give you, I'm going to tell you the truth. You know, yeah, I'm going to tell, right, right. tell you the truth. You and, have to, yeah. But, you know, if you need, you want to sit down and you want a reality check of what this is. Yeah, man. And you want to know, and, and, and you want some real direction. I'll be willing to sit down with anybody. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it, you know? it's, it's important. Big or a small church. It's, it's not, a, it's not yeah. a luxurious position. And yeah, outreach, no. outreach isn't only something you do in the summertime. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. Outreach isn't only with a stage, you know, or with with things to give away. You, right. you understand what I'm saying? Outreach mm -hmm. can be done at any moment, any season, any time, any place. And, and uh, we just need to get out of that mentality right. as to, you know, it has to be done between June in September, and yeah. that's it. Then we're yeah. off, like you said, for the, winter. the winter. Hibernate. Yeah, hibernate. Yeah, hibernate. And then what about those who are still out there? How do we, you know. Right. And that's where I think that's where the churches have to become more creative in developing programs or something yeah. for the community. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, we did Rap Fest last year, great event in the street. It was awesome. A lot of people, whatever. I think our best outreach time was when we went to the little park by our church mm -hmm. on, you know, uh, St. On St. Peter's Avenue, this little park giving out notebooks and yeah. Yeah. water Amen. and stuff, and playing and, just and playing with the kids yeah, and yeah. it just just being there, Amen. you know. And they were like, "You coming back next week?" I said, "Well, I guess we are. You asking yeah. us to come back?" You know. We did like like three or four weeks before school started, right mm -hmm. right after Rap Fest, and we gave out all this stuff and you know just talking to them, just yeah. talking to Amen. them, and and just being real, yeah. you know, letting them know we're here, you know, an event like. Vacation Bible School. We have so many community kids that just come yeah. to Vacation Bible School. Mm -hmm. Some of the families actually stay. You don't expect them all to stay because if they did, where are you going to put them? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. they come with their whole family. Mm -hmm. But some of the families stay. They they love the fact awesome. that wow, my, my kids were at a place for a whole week and they learn about God and you love awesome. on them. Yeah, and man, yeah. They don't, you know, they technically don't belong. Like they're not a member of this, but yeah. you accept them. So because yeah. it's for everybody, it's a community mm -hmm. church. Amen. You know, don't get me started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think you know. I mean, why not have a concert in the winter? I mean. I mean that you know. I, I think we become Christians and we just become so timid of everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's just so silly. Like not not just timid, traditionalist. Yeah, I, I you guess. Know, I mean, is... I, whatever. You're a punk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me tweet that one. He's joking, no, no, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm tweeting that one now. Nah, I mean it's true. I, think, I, it's I mean, true, you, man, know, you know, you can you take the world, you take the secular world, and you know, and these people will go out. You know, to Rockefeller Center for the lighting a tree and stand out there for hours and hours and hours yeah. to watch a tree being lit. And you tell me we can't go outside and have a service, you know what right. I mean, and worship the Lord and 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 you know, which is a bigger spectacle than that. Right. You know, and, and with the Christians that go out there to do the same thing yeah. too. Right. But try to get those same people outside to an outreach event mm. during the winter. Oh no, it's cold. It wasn't cold last week when the tree was being lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I just think it's there's this reverse mindset that have where we trick ourselves into not doing what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And let's let's face it. And just just with, with event wise, like I think the mentality of the church is to entertain the people we have within the church. Yeah. yeah. And we plan all these events that are actually really good events. Great events. Yeah, yeah. They're great events. But we're entertaining each other. For, for example, to, to piggyback on what you were saying a few years ago, um, we put an event together, and this was before I had transitioned to New Birth, and, and 
Pastor Joey helped me out, and uh, we 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 named it Regeneration. <laughs> you know, and it was it was crazy because Regeneration means born again, rebirth, and it was Regeneration, and it was crazy. It was packed, and we had a whole bunch of artists that came out. You know, Richie Rice's was there, Dave TV was there, just so, so many people and different speakers. And at the end of the whole event, it struck me, and I said, "Man, I'm a dummy. How do we have an event?" called regeneration with a bunch of people who are regenerated <laughs> what are we doing you know so i said nah man what we need to do is 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 take this outside and try to you know as regenerated people go and reach those who are not you know and just serve them and love them and be there for them so and it doesn't like he said it doesn't have to be just in the summer why not doing it in the winter why not yeah. do it anywhere yeah, yeah you know anytime i just think we need we need to be more bold we gotta yeah we gotta yeah, stop man. the excuses and stop and, and i don't think sometimes this is boldness i think we're just comfortable yeah. christians oh yeah. absolutely you know we're so comfortable with in the summer it's too hot yeah. We'll, we'll stay in the AC. In yeah. the winter, it's too cold. In the fall, well, you know, it's you know, mm -hmm. spring, it rains too much, you know. But we have other religions that are teaching false doctrine, false yeah. theory, yeah. false God. All year round. And, yeah. and they're all year round. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's an embarrassment to us that we're not willing to stand up for something that is brings life. Yeah. And it gives life. Yeah, amen. Tomorrow, I would love to see a lot more people at prayer at the park. Amen. Um, I know the uh, the Islamic community is celebrating Ramadan, right, yeah. this month. And um, when we came from prayer at the park, my wife and I, last Tuesday, um, and our community is predominantly uh, uh, a Muslim community, that all the men with their children, they were all out there. You talking about 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. They took up two blocks, and they were all out there praying and and you know and what doing what it is that they do. But we came from prayer at the park, and there were probably roughly about twelve of us. Yeah, you know, and and, and we just need to do better as Christians. You yeah. know, we we this isn't about doing just to do or doing right. to be seen or you know this religious group is outshining us no it's nothing about that we are armed with the truth Amen. we're armed with the Amen. power of the Holy Ghost so why not put that into action and display it and say and be proud and bold with it you know stop being comfortable you, right. you know what I'm saying I so mean, there's so many there's so many factors in here as I'm listening to everybody saying stuff you know event-wise you have to be wise. Yeah. You know, um, you can have an outreach event, mm -hmm. but if it's going to be an outreach event, you have to plan the outreach part first. Yeah. yeah. To exactly. then decide who you want in this event. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, what's the purpose? We want to win souls. Where? In the inner exactly. city. Mm -hmm. Fine. We find a location. This is where we want to do it. With that being said, what kind of ministry do we want to bring forth? Yeah. What kind of event would this community, this neighborhood appreciate? You know, like we can't do rap fest everywhere. Yeah. You know, won't be appreciated. <laughs> you know, yeah. like we'll, we'll probably shut us down on the first. As soon as they see the stage, they're like, mm -hmm. oh, not in this thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but when you know what your your target is, you know, and that, that's something I struggle with all the time because I, I see a lot of events, church events. Nothing wrong with them. I love. You know, Christians do need to be entertained. Let's mm -hmm. let's face it, right? Because mm -hmm. if we don't get it in the church, yeah. we're yeah. gonna find it somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, and I get it. But when you when you become overwhelmed with 
invites to event after event after yeah. event after yeah. event you know check me out here check me out there check this out here check do we this have out to here. talk about this right yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's i'm gonna lose a lot of facebook friends i'll take it unfriend me i love that commercial i see it all the time i unfriend yeah. you <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> I'm posting pictures on my wall. <laughs> but you know what? What I'm what I'm getting at is, you know, I think, and one of the reasons why why do I love the Sanctuary Fellowship Church so much? Mm -hmm. Because the dynamic of the people there are so regular. Like it's not like this this stuffy Christian yeah. people yeah, that yeah. we can't talk with just anybody mm -hmm. and it's not like so street that it's not church yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. it's it's a it's a place where you'll feel comfortable inviting the unsaved to mm -hmm. come in without telling them anything just like yo you want to come to church with me yeah. what is it like just just come bro yeah you know yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. you you come you like it you stay whatever you know and and the people come in and now the outreach within the, the doors begins, you know, like, like let's minister to these people. But I think the churches need to start grooming the members, the congregation, the consistent visitors, if mm -hmm. you want to call it, if yeah, you want to yeah. be a member, I'm not a member of no church. Consistent okay, you're a consistent visitor. visitor. Yeah. I think we need to start grooming them to learn how important it is to love those outside the church. Amen. You know, uh, to the point of wanting to see them build a relationship with other people within the church and eventually sit down through, you know, like you said, let's gain the love and respect and mm -hmm. friendship first and then bring them in and, and, and start to use them in and, and, and the church for some kind of function, get them involved and preach to them as we go along. You know, as opposed to, okay, sit through our church for six months and take this class for 18 weeks yeah. and then we can make you a, mm -hmm. a co-usher. Yeah, you know, yeah, somebody's yeah, out, yeah. you're in. Yeah. You know, but I think we make it so difficult for people to yeah. love God. Yeah, man. You know, we put so much before so them. many like, rules and regulations and... and which, I'm not going to knock them 100% because yeah. some of those rules and regulations are what needed. Helped, yeah. what, it's what helped us get yeah. to where we are. Yeah. You know, otherwise we would have been like running <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. But at the same time, I think if we're a little more compassionate towards those that don't know, Amen. We, we'd speak differently. We'd mm -hmm. act differently. We'd greet differently. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think many churches are in communities that they have no idea what the grocery store owners' names are right across yeah. the street. Yeah. They'll go there every day and get a cup of coffee. Yeah. Like the lady from our store, she loves us because she knows Sunday morning she's making like $500 of coffee <laughs> yeah. alone. Yeah. Everybody's in there. But we always talk with her. I think her daughter comes to the VBS or, okay. you know, the lady from the beauty parlor, her son comes to the youth sometimes. And, you know, we, so we kind of like reach out. And I'm not talking just sanctuary, but I'm talking all churches. We need to really make an impact in our community yeah. first of all you know we're taking up their parking spaces on sunday mornings mm -hmm. you know let's give them something <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. give them something in return yeah and you it, know it's important what everything you're saying and and it's the reason why um i'm i'm, I'm rocking with him <laughs> and walking with him and and you know it's 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 a lot of work but it's a good work Amen. you know and um i know his heart um i I, I don't believe that you can preach something that you, you can't preach something you're not living. Right. right. And if you if he would just, you know, 
encourage us to go and evangelize, but we don't see them evangelizing, mm -hmm. I'm gonna check them and be like, yo, why are you sending <laughs> us to evangelize when you, whenever we do outreach or something, you're not out there, mm -hmm. you know? Right. But he's the first one getting his hands dirty. He's the first one out there, the last one to leave. And that's something that, that's how you lead the way. A leader is not someone who barks out orders. Right. A leader is someone who goes out and say, hey, this is how it should be done, or this is how we're gonna do it follow me you know and it's something extremely important for us to keep in mind that if we're gonna you know and that's why I mentioned about the rules and regulations that we set on people because you have new people coming in who don't know church etiquette who don't right. know um, what the Bible teaches on let's say fornication or this or that right. and well, we I got a great story and we that. expect them to great. know we say well you can't do that because of this and you should know better but he never well, told I, you never you never told me you never sat down and discipled me you never broke down the scripture with me and, right. and taught me so I don't know yeah. you, you understand right. and that's why that's what I mean by that we just come and we'll be like well you can't wear this can't do that can't do okay but teach me why I right. shouldn't do this so that how is this detrimental to my spiritual health exactly. and we don't do it because it's an investment right it's time invested and a lot of us we just plain and simple man we're just too selfish bro and yeah. we need to cut that out man you know? right um I had a real <laughs> I had a, like a I don't know what it was, but I went to preach at a, I went to preach at a church not too long ago at a youth event. They invited me to. It was probably I think it was last month, and um, it was a youth event. So uh, uh, Fernando, our youth leader, decided he was going to bring the young people out to the church, <laughs> and he, they were going to meet up with us at the church, or whatever. And so I got there. Um, his wife was there, Luce, and um, right when the service was about to start, our kids got there, and they were sitting there, and they were sitting down, and. It was very traditional church, you know, you know, stand up, reading of the word, you know, you know, all the stuff that, you know. And when I looked at my group, I just, I realized in that moment that for almost all of them, it was the first time they had really been inside of <laughs> an actual traditional church. Not a, not a community center. Not a community <laughs> center. Not a community center. And they really didn't know how to respond. Mm. So I'm looking at them and I'm saying, wow, these kids... Because they were all brand new. Brand, they've never been church. They've never, you know, so it was the first time they were actually in a traditional church service. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, so here I was turning around, giving stretches, stand up. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, praise God now. <laughs> yeah. Two hands. Tears. 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 But for me, it wasn't so much of, oh my God, I got to teach them how to do this. For me, it was. Uh, such a blessing, you know what I mean? That I knew, met all these kids, the kids that we've reached, hmm. and they're raw, and they're they're right. new, and you know, and, and they were so innocent in that atmosphere. You know, they they had no idea of what the regiment was. Right, right. You know what I mean? They they went because they just love God. And they found this relationship with God, and they're serving God. And they were sitting there, and they didn't understand that you know you had to stand up when the pastor was when they were going to read the word. Right. You couldn't go to the bathroom or move. <laughs> you know, it's about, you know they didn't know all of that stuff. You know that wasn't they were, that wasn't programmed into them. But for me, it was just such a blessing just to know that these kids were so new and ready to be molded, mm -hmm. and you know and. Uh, and it, it was just a real eye-opener for me that yeah, day. That's awesome. Because as I was walking out, I kind of leaned over to the youth leader. I said, man, yeah, 
And he was right, he was right here with me. He goes, yeah, man, it was the first time any of these kids were in church. I was nervous. I, I, I didn't know what they were going to do. You didn't get kicked like, out, right? No, no, we didn't get kicked out. That's all I I was the preacher, so, you know, then the pastor would have had to preach. They would have kicked you out, too. Yeah, I, yeah. It was just a very real situation. And so then what do you do? You know, do you go back and now church them? So that they are churchified, you know, it, it, mm. with that mindset. Do you Speaking allow them? Do you allow them to be free, you know, and and, and continue to disciple and train and and, and do the things you got to do, and, uh, and and I think a lot of that's just the context of our ministry is just very different, you know, because of the community centers, because it's not an actual sanctuary, because you know, so they're being they they're they're bringing up and they're raising in God has just been very different. You know, so as they're learning God, as they're learning, you know, they're 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 experiencing a, a, a freedom I didn't know. Right. When I was coming up, you know what I mean? Right, a freedom right, right. to love God, you know, just because He's God. You know, not yeah, because you know you're gonna praise Him, but you're gonna praise because you felt it. Yeah. Not because it's the praise part of the service. Right. <laughs> you know what all I mean? Praise, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, um, so in that, you know, there's there's that part of just discipling and training them mm -hmm. and empowering them and teaching them, you know, uh, the things to do. But um, it's just it's just very real for us. That's awesome, man. I mean, I guess you don't church them at this point. You don't no. church it by them. You explain it. Yeah, explain it. Yeah. yeah. So they know because yeah. they'll yeah. probably. You eventually bump into friends that yeah, are yeah. different Eventually church. they'll be doing yeah. ministry, you know right. what I mean? So they'll, they'll, be, yeah. they'll be aware of what to expect, yeah. you know. But um, I, I think it's important church out there, you know, youth leaders, youth pastors, adult pastors, senior mm -hmm. pastors, everyone, you know, think of who you're trying to reach and yeah. customize your event towards that, Yeah. you know, towards that people. Uh, if it is something that's just for the church and you want to just read the church folk, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Amen. Because Not again, we need it too. Yeah. You know, you want that time of intimate prayer night with mm -hmm. prayer warriors Amen. to surround you. That's important. Yeah. You need yeah. that. Absolutely. You know, uh, you need it. Like the sermon series we're going through now is called bodybuilding. How do you build a body? Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, that, and prayer is part of it. You need that. But at the same time, when you're trying to do outreach and you want people from outside to react Amen. and respond, you yeah. have to... You know, customized. We just had an event at our church recently by a brother. First time he runs an event, he was a nervous wreck. You know, he did some stuff. It didn't all work out the way he wanted to. Mm -hmm. But then we spoke and we ironed some stuff out and fixed some stuff up. And he's like, "Yeah, I just want to learn how to do it," and, and that's important. Yeah. You know, and and you know, we're here to help anybody that's planning any type of event. We may not have yeah. all the answers, but trust me, yeah. I have a long database of phone numbers of people that might have some answers. Combined, we'll have at least one good answer. Yeah, you know, yeah. really. so you know. Call us, email us, text us, Facebook us, whatever it is, you know, we'll try to find an answer to make your event successful because yeah. I do think, and this is where you were going to save us since we're running out of time, I'm saving you from losing Facebook friends. <laughs> uh, nah, nah, I'll say it. I don't think we're running out of time. They don't pay my, they don't pay my rent and they don't give me food. <laughs> no, no, no. It's time, you know, just everybody step up, you know, step up yeah. your game and, you know, before you put a ticket on a on a before you put a price on a ticket for an event, justify it, you know, reasonably. Yeah. You know, is it worth it? Do we have the people that'll pay it? The people that am I reaching? Will they pay for it? Yeah. You know, yeah. will they go? I always ask people, you know, 
if there was one concert in the city, a Christian concert that cost forty dollars, like who would you pay forty dollars to go see in concert? It's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to come up with a name. One artist, because you know, you go yeah. to any other secular artist, one artist gonna be seventy five dollars sitting in the bleachers. Yeah. You know, so one one Christian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's really hard, and I'm and I'm saying that to encourage us all, artists, yeah. step up, step up your game, step <laughs> up, you know, everything, your presentation to. To almost merit that forty dollar ticket, even and though it's not necessary. And let's know? make events with a purpose, with a true purpose. You know what? I don't. When I get the Facebook invites, um, and after this, everybody's gonna know because that's what I do. My <laughs> wife and I, we both do it. As soon as we get that invite, we'll click on it, look at it, and then we'll think to ourselves, "What is the purpose of this event?" Yeah. And after reading the headlines and everything and who's going to be there, if we feel the purpose is just to bug out, have fun, and just fellowship, which is important, right. but if if that if it's just to do that and you had another one of those similar last week, we're not going. Right. Because no. how much, you know. And I think, I, I think when it comes to outreach, I'm just, yeah. that's me, I'm outreach. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're doing outreach. But people use these I, events I, I, as yeah, outreach, I, I'm right. going to tell you right now, if you're doing outreach and your goal is to attract the community, the community doesn't care. They just, they don't care who's coming because they don't know them. They, they're not going to know Andy Mineo if you bring them. They're not going to. They know, you know what a profit. Mean, I'm sorry, Andy Mineo. Yeah, I know, every, you know, they want to be mainstream. But, you know, I think for the most, <laughs> I think for the most part, you know, those people, the people, the community doesn't care. They know who all you the know? That's why, yeah, you know, that's yeah. why when we do these flyers, yeah. the front of it never says anything about what's going on. Yeah. They, because people don't know. All, we, don't know. Yeah. all we want from you is a commitment that on August 9th. That's it. At 12 o'clock you show up to the park yeah if you're interested you can read the back and find out who's going to be there none of those names mean anything to you this is just for the churches exactly for yeah. the youth and, and for think, the youth leaders that need to justify to their pastors and i think yes. and i think when you're doing the outreach event you have to understand that yeah. you know because if you think because you're bringing an eddie james or you're bringing that suddenly that means you're going to have an outpouring of people from the community no you you probably have some christians there yeah. some other churches but that's not outreach and that's where right. i go back to yeah. you got to lay down the framework you can't right. just think that the event is going to do the work for you right you know anybody can put together an event anybody can make, pick up a phone say hey man i need you here and i'll pay you this and and that's it you're here and we have a great event and Fine, you know that that had nothing to do with my anointing. <laughs> you know yeah, right. that had nothing to do with me or with my heart for the community. So you gotta lay down the framework. Yeah. You gotta you gotta touch your community. You gotta be in contact with your community. Right. And when you do that, you're gonna understand that then it doesn't matter. Right. You know. And I think the Easter event that we did for New Birth it's the first time uh, we did an Easter event where we didn't have any invited guests. You, it was just new birth, yeah. and it was phenomenal. And the community loved it. Why? They knew the church. Yeah. They knew the people that were dancing. Most of them got saved out of that black community, and they were up there praise dancing and ministering. They knew the people who were worshiping, you know, and that, that's what drew everybody in. And they were recording, and they were excited. You know why? Because it, it was people they knew right. from their Familiar. own community. You know, there was ministry to them, and I was. It was probably the best outreach event yeah. that I've put on in, since I've been doing outreach events because of number one the simplicity of it 
and the impact that it had. And it was a short know? notice thing. We yeah. just all decided you know? this is what we're gonna do. And and, and and it just worked out so great and it well, was I, so and I always say it, I said before you go spending three, four thousand dollars on an outside artist, yeah. Invest it in the quality of the event and use yeah. your local use yeah. your local talent. And your service, you'd be surprised yeah. how, how awesome the event could be. Yeah. You were gonna say something or Yeah yeah I was just I just wanted to encourage pastors out there that revive that evangelism Amen. Yes. Amen. within your yes. within yourself. Yeah. You know, you find a lot of older pastors that say, Oh, I did that in my youth. Yeah. yeah. I already did that. I paid my dues. Mm -hmm. You know, nowhere in scriptures does it say stop evangelizing once <laughs> you reach a certain <laughs> yeah, position yeah. of bishop <laughs> or elder or whatever. Yeah. And you know this and Go out and reach the people, you know. Yeah, and, amen. You know, reach out to people that are doing it. If you've lost the fervor for it, yeah. Reach out to people who are on fire for it and amen. connect yourself with them and reignite that in, with, with, even within your congregation. And it, and it's so sad that the main thrusts of Jesus' ministry was reaching out to the Lord. Amen. Yeah, yeah, At yeah. all cost, yeah. he reached out. That was his whole ministry. And you never saw him establish himself in a church. He he was in the street. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, talking to the people that the Pharisees wouldn't talk to, mm -hmm. and, right. and the biblical scholars yeah. wouldn't talk yeah. to, because they weren't be able to reach these people. Amen. Right. But he, who was the Son of God, mm -hmm. that's where he concentrated his ministry. Amen. And if if we follow the example of Jesus, and and we go that's out right. into the street at all costs. And then reach the lost. Amen. Not for us, but That's for right. the kingdom. I think we have a message of life and death in our hands. Mm -hmm. That's right. And these people, you know, you you reaching them could determine their eternity. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And if we see it at that level, that our our reaching out to them will determine can be the determining factor of their eternity, and we take it that seriously. I think that. Maybe there will be a, a shift in the way of us thinking. Amen. You know, and I want to applaud you, Pastor, for it. just that love that God Glory has God. put on you for for the lost and and that fervor and, and you work. You have a full time job Amen. and you still find time to yeah. do all of this. Amen. And you know, there there isn't an excuse no. for not doing it. Yeah. And if you're not as the head of the church, if you're not going to be the example to push it. Your Amen. sheep aren't going to follow. Exactly. That's right. So, you know, it has to start somewhere. Amen. Yeah, two or three could do it in the church. But yeah. it's so much more impacting yeah. when we have the pastor of the church out there in the community. And the community Amen. sees it. And, and we can spread this word of God. And I just want to encourage, you know, even listeners that are going to listen to this that are not Christian. Amen. Yeah. You know, reach out to us, you know, and, and we'll pray with you and and. We'll, we'll pour into you, we'll, we'll, we'll send you where we, it's a Bible teaching church where you can grow and, and you can get to know this Jesus yeah. that we talk about. Amen. And, you know, I just want to encourage everyone out there who has lost that passion. Yeah. Because other in their church, they don't do it or they don't put importance to it. There's two ministries here that push it so big, Ratfest and Pastor Jose's church. Come with us. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You know, we're not about a church. Yeah, we're we'll not about you, an organization. Man. We're about souls. Yeah. Amen. And you know, partner up with us. Come out with us August second. Yeah. Amen. Pray well. Come That's out right. Tuesdays. Meet at Medallia Park. Yes. With, with Pastor Jose and 
Enjoy this. If the church isn't doing it, there's no excuses. There's so many other ministries yeah. doing it. Amen. And let's just reignite this in our churches. You know, it's so sad when we speak with Nikki Cruz and he's coming to New York a couple of years back and he couldn't find any churches that would partner with him to do evangelism. Wow. A lot of churches just told him we but don't do evangelism. <laughs> No, we found out at the end, too. Oh, okay. If you come back, let us know. Wow. <laughs> you know, so wow, why are you doing church? Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm just a plea. It's not, a, it's, not a, it's not being critical. Exactly, exactly. It's not being condoning towards yeah. the church yeah. or criticizing. Yeah, yeah. It's just get back to the roots yes. of what we're supposed to be doing. Amen. And if, yes. if I could just, just jump right on right, what right. you're saying. Um for the pastors, if there's pastors listening, if you're a young man and you're going to be a pastor, don't pastor your church, pastor your community. That's you know, sad. break break the walls. You know, because that's, that's, those are the boundaries that are holding us in. Yeah. Is that we get a church and that's it. You know, I pastor my church. This is my church and this is our name, this is our identity. <clears throat> but if you can break out of that and you can become a pastor within your community, you know, where you're available to them, where you're out there, and now you are you are the spiritual leader of your community. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Jesus wasn't pastoring churches. Jesus came, he was pastoring community, yep. he was pastoring communities, pastoring whole towns. Right, right, you know, right. he was open to everyone, he was reachable, he was touchable, mm -hmm. he was, you know, anybody who needed him could touch him. Yeah. You know, yeah. and just like the woman with the issue of blood. Mm -hmm. You know, she had a severe need. He was surrounded by people. She found a way, but he was he was accessible. reachable. He right. was accessible he was to her. He was right there. And even if it was just a, a touch of the hem of his garment, she was made whole. She was healed. Amen. So Amen. what makes me think as a pastor that now I, I'm be I'm not better than Jesus, right. man? That's I can't. Right. I have to be within arm's length of that woman That's with right. the issue of blood, Amen. with that person who has the issue. They should be able to touch me enough that I can present Christ and they can be whole. Amen. You know. Preacher, so you know, just go back out and. Eliminate that 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 uh, 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 that 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 boundary that we've set up of yeah. pastoring churches and and being over one body. Man, we're the body of Christ, man, and God is He's everywhere. Man, you know, and I promise you, God is probably more in the street than He is in our church. Absolutely. You know, because He's God is where the need is, and if that woman is being beaten in her house, that's where God is. That's where the Spirit of God is right now, and He's consoling her and He's holding her because somebody has a message of salvation for her. And if we can just break out of that, man, and just just really open up our hearts to the people who are in need. You know, and I know it feels good to be on the pulpit, and I know it feels good to have people cheer you on and clap when you say something real catchy and real deep. But that, at the end of the day, that matters nothing, man, if the people around you are being lost. Amen. Amen. You know, we got to give account for everything we do, man, and Amen. just break out of that, man. Pastor your community, I promise you, man, you, you're going to be blessed. Amen. Good stuff, man. We could go on for hours, but we don't have that kind of time. Y'all could come back next week. That would be dope. We keep going until, until the conversation is totally exhausted. Amen. Yeah, 2016. <laughs> uh, no, but we appreciate you guys, man. Uh, yeah. Pastor O, Pastor Jose, uh, for coming out. New Birth New York is their church. You'll see them out there full force at Rap Fest. Amen. Also at the prayer walk, you guys will be, well, some people from the church will be yeah, there for that. And also every Tuesday night, like tomorrow night, be at Vidalia Park 630. at 6.30. 6.30. 6.30 to 7.30 is a prayer Be there walk. at 6. Yeah, be there yeah. at 6 if you yeah. can. Um, 
and there's prayer there going on. So all you prayer warriors from your churches, if you have no prayer service, nothing going on in your church, we encourage you to come out and, and help pray Amen. for that community along with uh, with New Birth Church. That's tomorrow, every other Tuesday, every Tuesday. Every Tuesday until Rap August Fest. August 5th or whatever that date is right yeah. before Rap Fest. Cool. We're excited. Shout out to all our sponsors once again, bxrecords.com. If you're listening to us there, God bless you guys as well. Uh, we appreciate y'all having us on your station. Uh, we're going to leave you with one more video from another artist that you will catch live at Rap Fest 2014, August 9th, in the Boogie Down Bronx for Dahlia Park. The flyers are in. Stop by Sanctuary. You can get your flyers there. Uh, not you'll get the man new birth or yeah, i don't know you'll, you'll find them you'll find them somewhere <laughs> you'll find them. facebook uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah facebook they're all over facebook but check it out man here we go and don't forget next week angie rose infinite automatic and day here on refs radio refs radio.com you will learn us because we are out of control peace see you guys next week peace No glory here I'm fighting thoughts in a wicked heart Yo, my flesh is attached Trying to run laps, praying I'll relapse If his word is attached, then I got nothing to worry for In due time, no save you, nothing to hurry for All in this time, in this mountain, we climbing Get smaller through substance, the things hoped for My heart beats yeah. still racing For the mark, keep going, keep chasing No condemnation, sing praises Feel all peace from him, cause he's gracious My heart beats for still racing For the mark, keep going, keep chasing No condemnation, sing praises Feel all peace from him, cause he's gracious Gracious, uh.